ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. David Spears is the host of Insider. Samantha Maiden is the national political editor for news.com.au. Welcome to both of you. Good morning. Good morning. David, a story in The Guardian says the right-wing group Advance is outspending the Liberals in Dunkley. Obviously, this by-election is in just over a week. How significant is the role they're playing in Dunkley and, and how, how significant will it be really um, in shifting votes? We'll find out a week from tomorrow how successful it's been <laughs> That's uh, right. when those votes are counted. Um, Thanks, David. Yes. <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I, uh, I look forward to joining you, PK, on the night as we uh, broadcast the, um, right. the count for the by-election. Uh, tune in, 2nd we're, of March. We're competing with the Mardi Gras, but anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apologies. Um, but look, yeah, look, this is significant. I think the, the general... Um, growth of Advance Australia, certainly on the back of the, partly what you were talking about there, the voice referendum, the role Advance Australia played. I mean, everyone remembers when Conservatives used to get upset about the rise of GetUp, the progressive campaign outfit. Now it's uh, concerns about the rise of, of this conservative outfit, Advance Australia. Look, it, it is a little bit um, American, not certainly on the scale of the super PACs over there, but th- these are vehicles that can raise funds without having to donate to a political party. You can donate to one of these, as some people clearly prefer to do, and it allows them to do some of the dirty work that the party may not want to do, the negative campaign attack ads. And, and that's what we're seeing in, in Dunkley with these Advance Australia ads really targeting um, Anthony Albanese. There was a full page ad they ran in the Herald Sun yesterday. Some of it, uh, you know, there's one line in the ad. It really is about the release of those immigration detainees. And it says, Albo, you paid for lawyers to argue for their release. Well, no, he didn't. Government lawyers was, were trying in the High Court to keep them yes, uh, locked the up. the opposite. It raises the question of misinformation, but worth a reminder here, PK, we still don't have uh, truth in political advertising laws in Australia uh, just yet to stop that sort of thing. No, Sam, but they are going really hard on these immigration issues and border protection has become a dominant issue this week. Uh, Are people noticing? Is there a border protection issue? Yeah, look, my sense is that it is still kind of background noise. I think that there is a lot of people that would be concerned and that is what, uh, you know, the advanced groups and the Liberal Party is tapping into. Uh, I think it's still, you know, dare I say it, you know, one story short of breaking Mm. into kind of huge national consciousness right now um, those are the sort of stories that you know we don't want to happen because you know they might involve another um, you know crime you know we've already seen this this issue with the people being released involved in crime but I think that if something like that uh, you know heaven forbid was to occur that really broke into national consciousness I think that that would um, become a big a much bigger deal and, and yeah. you know we've seen it before with the Gillard government that these things can become a slow burn and you know the 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 sort of uptick in boat arrivals um, really was completely pivotal in terms of Julie Gillard being removed and, and Kevin Rudd coming back so these things can be a bit of a slow burn I think and I'm not 
um, undercooking, you know, the the concerns that have been raised to date. But I, I just don't think it's burst into... And just to back that know, up, in, yeah. in the Dunkley context, I spent a bit of time there in the seat this week, uh, PK, talking to people, and, and yes, Vox Pops are entirely unscientific, but also had a chat with um No, but you uh, do Tony, get the mood that way, Yeah, right? you get the mood, yeah. And Tony Barry and Cos Samaras from uh, Redbridge, I had a good um, chat with them. Uh, our podcast is out now. Uh, and look, they've done focus groups, and I've watched some of their work there as well. The, the boats issue didn't come up um, in their work in, in my chats with voters there as well. Cost of living certainly did and a few other things, but uh, Sam's right. I don't think it's this story's at that level at the moment that it's really, you know, on the front of minds of uh, voters in a by-election. It'll be interesting, though, um, if they try to find some way to link that that issue with the housing stuff, which which is, I think, a far bigger issue. Now, you know, would a handful of people arriving by boat really affect the housing market? Of course not. But that connection between mm. the idea of immigration, rising immigration, inability to find a rental or a home, you know, like that. Which that, is why the government's going gangbusters to drive that migration number down. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. that is, I think, a bit dangerous ground. Mm. Yeah. Now, the other issue that's been very dominant is, of course, well, broadly umbrella is cost of living crisis, mm. the, the specific story being the supermarkets and the CEO of Woolworths resigning just before profits results showing a big jump in profits <laughs> from their Australian mm. operations. Surprise, surprise. Um, David, the government is talking tough. Yesterday we spoke uh, with the minister, uh, assistant minister rather, on competition, Andrew Lee. They've got a lot of inquiries, but it's a lot mm. of talk at this stage. Yeah, although even though they keep telling us they've got all these inquiries underway, the Prime Minister's um, already ruled out uh, the, the <laughs> playing the big card here and forcing divestiture, forcing the breakup of Coles and Woolies or forcing them to sell any of their stores. With he a very no, potent line, we're not the yeah, Soviet... Yeah, what did he say? We're not the, not the Soviet era. Yeah. And look, fair enough, I don't think anyone seriously expected they'd go down that path, but... Um, Anyway, he's, he's knocked that on the head, even though these inquiries are all still underway. What does that leave on the table? I guess I suspect we're probably going to see uh, at the end of all of this um, moves to require enforce more transparency so we can get a better idea of how prices are set, uh, why farmers get one thing and we pay another. Um, so there's a bit more sunshine, I suppose, on the inner workings of uh, those supermarket price settings. Yes, Sam, the, the inquiries underway um, are one thing. The government already ruling out, as, as David says, the, the big stick approach, if you like. But they are at a stage where they can't just talk tough about supermarkets. They need to actually deliver something, don't they? They can, and that's exactly what they're doing. I mean, well, they like, can, what, what are they meant to deliver? Does it deliver? translate I mean, into people being very happy? Sure. I, look, I mean... Two things, you can't have two things at the same time, right? You can't be running around saying we're not the Soviet Union and then saying do something about supermarkets, right? I mean, look, this whole supermarket palaver is largely political theatre. Anthony Albanese wants to go on radio and bang on about this issue and act like he's doing something and then not really do anything at all. Now, I'm not suggesting that forcing Woolworths into a thousand IGAs is necessarily the answer. Um, but I am saying that I think that this is more talk than walk. Uh, and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, wh what are they really, what do they really expect? I mean, like they're, you know, they're not going to do anything in my view. I could be wrong. We'll find out. But, you know, like I, they're, they're going to be limited in what they can do. And so they want to basically pontificate and they don't want to do anything meaningful. David? 
Yeah, look, we'll see. Uh, I do think the pressure is really on the government here. I suspect they'll do something. And as I say, a bit greater uh, transparency would be something. I think if price watch, yeah, well, it's well, not. That's it's pretty not... much what Andrew Lee was saying. You know, we can get, we can now look at the prices more. And I thought, yeah, there was sort of Kevin Rudd era. We can look at rundowns yeah, of how much grocery, this costs. Does anyone have time to do that? I mean, like seriously, people are just stressed out. Because they go to the supermarket. I'm not talking about the, the consumers. Yeah. I'm talking about the the, the C sure. being able to have a good look at exactly how prices are set and where the profits sure. being taken, uh, and um, you know, and, and having potentially some greater power there too uh, around not, forcing them to not setting prices. Sell but Australia Day tote bags. <laughs> As per Peter Dutton's instructions. More thongs for everyone. Um, (laughs) David, David, who's your guest on Sunday? Big higher education focus Sunday morning. The Education Minister, Jason Clare, uh, joining us. Um, There's a bit happening in that space over the weekend. There is. There's actually what? So there's... You ask him what he thinks about Albo's view that everyone should go to co-ed schools. Are you going to ask about that? corner. Don't well, I have he, to now. No, now, he, now he's got the heads up, Sam. That's not useful. Um, <laughs> co-ed schools. That's right. I went to a co-ed school. How about you two? I did half-half. I ended I up at a co-ed both, school. I went to both, and I actually do think that girls' schools can be... There's a lot of evidence that co-ed schools are better for boys and at certain ages uh, all girl environments can be good for girls. Okay. I'm glad to get your views on that. And now the text line will be flooded with views. Thank you to both of you. David Bye. Spears, Thanks, who's speaking to the Education Minister on Insiders, and also Samantha Maiden, the national political editor for news.com.au. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.